Euzubillahimineşşeytanirracim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Vessalatu vesselamu ala seyyidina Muhammedin ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ecmain. Allahümme allimna ma yenfe'una ve enfe'ana bima allemtena ve zidna ilmen nafi'ah. Allahümme erinel hakka hakkan ve erzukna ittiba'ah ve erinel batıla batılan ve erzukna ictinabe. Rabbi şrahli sadri ve yessirli emri ve ahlul uqdeten min lisani yefkahu kavli. Esselamu aleyküm ve rahmetullahi ve berekatuh. Welcome to the Reflections on the Risale-i Nur by Bediüzzaman Said Nursi podcast series. This is Mustafa Tuna. You can listen to the episodes of this series wherever you get your, get your podcasts or uh, watch them on YouTube at the channel Reflections RN. Uh, both the audio and video recordings are also accessible through the website www.reflections-rn.org. Inshallah, you can go there, uh, go to podcasts, then words, then the 22nd word. And as that indicates, we are continuing to read the 22nd uh, word in this episode. Inshallah. Um, I'm actually traveling and... There might be some noise in the background. I apologize in advance uh, for that. But inshallah, um, inshallah, there won't be too much noise. So, bismillah. We read the um, and some parts of the 22nd word already. Uh, it is about the oneness, existence and oneness of God. And it has two stations. In the first station, we go through a representational story in which we imagine two friends who wash up in a pool and find themselves, lose their senses, uh, forget everything and find themselves in a um, in a place that looks like a city, a palace, a country. Um, and they start to try to recognize their environments. One of them, which is fortunate, humble, smart, recognizes that this place must have an owner. The other one doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to recognize that this place has an owner. He's stubborn. So the uh, more fortunate friend tries to explain to the unfortunate and stubborn one why this place must have an owner. And he provides in this story uh, 12 demonstrations. We have been reading those demonstrations. We read eight of them. And in the second station of the treaties, we will look at, uh, in, in more depth, we will look into the reality of what points to what uh, in the story, although we have some indications of, uh, you know, what uh, some of the uh, elements of the story point to in reality. So once again, we will continue with the ninth demonstration. Bismillah. Gel ey muhakemesiz arkadaş. Sen şu sarayın sahibini tanımıyorsun ve tanımakta istemiyorsun. Çünkü istibat ediyorsun. Onun acip sanatlarını ve halatını akla sığıştıramadığından inkara sapıyorsun. Halbuki asıl istibat, asıl müşkülat ve hakiki suubetler ve dehşetli külfetler onu tanımamaktadır. Çünkü onu tanısak bütün bu saray, bu alem bir tek şey gibi kolay gelir, rahat olur. Bu ortadaki ucuzluk ve mevzuliyete medar olur. Eğer tanımazsak ve o olmazsa, o vakit her bir şey bütün bu saray kadar müşkülatlı olur. Çünkü her şey bu saray kadar sanatlıdır. O vakit ne ucuzluk ve ne de mevzuliyet kalır. Belki bu gördüğümüz şeylerin her birisi, bu gördüğümüz şeylerin birisi değil elimize hiç kimsenin eline geçmezdi. Come o friend who lacks proper reasoning. 
whose um, judgment is impaired, who is not judging with uh, proper reason. You do not recognize the owner of this uh, palace, nor do you want to do so, for you, you deem his presence unlikely, or his existence unlikely. Because you cannot bring a rational explanation to his amazing arts and states, like what you witness here as amazing arts and states that are his, but you cannot bring a rational explanation to them, you deviate into denial. Whereas actual unlikelihood, actual difficulty, real hardships, and dreadful burdens are in not recognizing him. For if you recognize him, this entire palace and realm would become easy like one thing. This recognition would be effortless and it would serve as the basis for this inexpensiveness and abundance. If you do not recognize, and if it were not for him, then every single thing would become difficult like this entire palace. For everything is as artful as this palace. Then not one of these things that we see would be obtained neither by, by us nor by anyone else. Okay, let's try to think as we read. Reflect as we read. Come, O friend, who lacks proper reasoning. So proper reasoning, the intellect, rational thinking, and even empirical observation uh, that is then followed by sound intellect entails accepting, recognizing the owner. But the stubborn friend is not recognizing the owner, therefore uh, the, the fortunate one is addressing him as a friend who lacks proper reasoning. You do not recognize the owner of this palace. So that's a fact. The friend is not recognizing the owner of the palace. But there is something that follows in the sentence and that's actually the cause of that uh, lack of recognition. And that is that you do not want to do so. You do not want to recognize. So the reason why you do not recognize is because you do not want to recognize. You are not submitting to fair sound judgment. Instead, because you do not want to recognize, you're just saying that you are not recognizing. For you deem his existence unlikely. You are developing some sophistries about why it is unlikely. And therefore, as a result of that, you are deeming it is it unlikely. But it is not unlikely, as we will see. Because you cannot bring a rational explanation to his amazing arts and states. Um, this translation did not convey the meaning properly, actually. Because you cannot... Um, fit um, this, his amazing arts and states into what you think to be a rational explanation, right? Because you cannot bring, I mean, it, it, the deficiency is with you. Okay, let's put it this way. The deficiency is with you. 
His amazing arts and states, when attributed to him, it's perfectly rational. The explanation is perfectly rational. But you cannot recognize this. You cannot fit this into your mind. As a result of that, you deviate into denial. Whereas actual unlikelihood, actual difficulty, real hardships, and dreadful burdens are in not recognizing him. So you deem it unlikely, but in reality, what is unlikely is not recognizing him. If you were to go that way, you would have to overcome many, um, many logical existential difficulties. You would, you would find yourself in a state of utter hardship in terms of explaining what is going on here. And that would be very burdensome. It would not be burdensome only for the intellect, but also for the heart, for the spirit, for the soul. For if we recognize him, this entire palace and realm would become easy like one thing. What does that mean? Now, this entire palace, this realm, we know, in, we know from many side notes from this uh, narrative that this, is, uh, this signifies the cosmos. However big it is, it is big, right? 14 billion light years wide, that's what we can see. Billions of years old. This huge thing. Um, all the artistry, beauty, technical detail and organization and proportion and wisdom and harmony, whatnot, everything, everything included this huge amazing thing right would become easy like one thing we don't even know the number of stars billions trillions of stars billions trillions of cells billions trillions quadrillions whatever the numbers like an uncountable number of atoms and subatomic particles they each require uh, their particular artistry art and wisdom and power in knowledge and whatnot all of them put together would become easy like one single thing if we recognize him this recognition would be effortless right you, you, I mean you try to explain things and then you explain one atom now you need to explain the next atom then you need to explain the next atom then you need to explain the next atom then you need to explain the interaction of these atoms then you need to explain the composite bodies that emerge from the combination of or composition of these atoms then you need to explain the relationships between the interactions between those composite bodies then you need to explain the uh the the the, the connection of relationship between each and every composite body or you know particle uh, with the systems that they take uh, in which they, they they operate then you need to explain the relation between the whole and its parts and all of these if attributed to one single owner who is doing it all and who is in charge would become easy like one thing because from his point of view this is one thing this recognition would be effortless and it would serve as the basis for this inexpensiveness and abundance. Inexpensiveness and abundance. Um, you know, things are happening in, in abundance, as we just said, like 
uncountable number of stars. What is a star? Like imagine that the 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 Earth is huge. If you were to travel around, like we would spend a life if you were to travel around by walk, for instance, and just assuming that you can easily walk all over the Earth without any difficulty, it would take a lifetime to. I mean, it it, it would not be enough to. Uh, a lifetime would not be enough to go about and around all of all over the face of the earth while that is the case the earth is just like a speck of dust in in uh in relation to some of the stars that are out there and there are uncountable number of stars how is that right it's as though it's inexpensive there's such abundance and it, it, it they are coming into existence and disappearing and new ones are being made as though it's so easy and so cheap to make them if you do not recognize if you do not recognize him the owner and if it were not for him then every single thing would become difficult like this entire palace for everything is as artful as this palace so if you think about the whole the cosmos as a palace and if you think of the artfulness of the palace and then if you compare, uh, say, one apple, right? The artfulness, the artistry, wisdom, power, knowledge, so on and so forth, that is required for the apple is not less than the entire palace and the entire cosmos. Uh, you know, first and foremost, you need the entire cosmos in order to have one apple. One apple cannot exist without the cosmos because the apple grew on a tree, the tree grew on earth, the earth is in the solar system, the solar system is in the Milky Way galaxy, the galaxy is so on and so forth. And none of these things could, uh, uh, the, the needs of none of these things could be fulfilled without the entire thing functioning in the way that it is functioning. But aside from that, in and of itself, the apple is as artful as the cosmos. I mean, if you were to, to, to try to make one apple, right? Uh, and if you were to you know, be real about it and uh, assume what you assume in the artistry of a, an, an, an artist, like a human artist, like say a picture. If you look at the picture, you conceptualize and imagine what it might, must have taken to make that picture, right? If you be real about it and conceptualize and imagine what it takes to make one apple right the apple would be a, would require as much artistry as the cosmos that's it's amazing um then not one of these things like, like an apple and orange your fingertips uh light rain uh, the, 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 a, an oxygen atom that you inhale and that functions in your body in the way that it functions. Not one of these things that we see would be obtained neither by us nor by anyone else. Either he exists and we give everything to him and then it becomes easy or uh, you know, assuming he does not exist, then we have to explain everything one by one. Where did it all come from? 
where it came from it came from but right now they are here and here they are behaving in such ways that they it's as though they know each other and they are helping at each other as though they have knowledge and wisdom and power themselves how is that so how are we going to explain that impossible impossible so then difficulty hardship burden unlikelihood is not recognizing him right the only way people not recognize him and go about their lives is by declaring that uh, whatever it is that needs to be explained with his existence is something that they are not going to deal with just turning a blind eye turning the other way that's the only way people deal with this and that's heedlessness that is um, treason treason to intellect that's the betrayal of intellect because the intellect if taken to its natural ends requires the explanation of this too but no they'll say we stop there because we cannot observe beyond that and as we um, so many times in this representation the fact that we cannot explain beyond that requires entails that there is a hidden hand that's doing this all sen yalnız şu ipe takılan tatlı konserve kutusuna bak eğer onun gizli matbaayı mucizmasından çıkmasaydı şimdi 40 parayla aldığımız halde 100 liraya alamazdık and there's a side note Konserve kutusu, kudret konserveleri olan kavun, karpuz, nar, süt kutusu, hindistan cevizi gibi rahmet hediyelerine işarettir. Look at this sweet kennel preserve hanging on the string. What is this sweet uh, kennel preserve? It's uh, the kennel preserve points to gifts of mercy such as melon, watermelon, uh, pomegranate and coconut which is canned milk or which is like canned milk that are preserves of power. Look at this sweet canal preserve hanging on the string. If it did not come out of his miraculous kitchen, we would not be able to purchase it for a hundred liras, even though we purchase it for 40 paras now. If it, it had not uh, come out of his miraculous kitchen, we would not be able to purchase it for a hundred liras, even though we purchase it for 40 paras now. Now, lira is, and lira and para are uh, old uh, units of uh money in the ottoman empire uh, 40 paras would amount to one kurush and 100 kurush would amount to one lira so uh, it's, it's about one percent that's the uh, relationship that we have here but that doesn't really matter what matters is that uh, the, the abundance and inexpensiveness would be lost right if it had not come out of his miraculous kitchen so what is that is coming out of the miraculous kitchen? So, uh, you know, Bediuzzaman, Stad Nursi has uh, these um, imagination, uses imagination in a really creative and uh, practical way to help us recognize things. And it is not his, um, his personal invention, let's put that way. It is a Quranic method, uh, Rumi, 
Mawlana Jalal ibn Rumi used it, Saadi Shirazi used it, and, and Badu Zaman recognized this, and he says, uh, he, somewhere he writes, addressing himself that, uh, you know, you also be like them, be like them in uh, explaining things to people so that they would understand, or they could understand, using these stories and metaphors and uh, these visual imagery, right? So what's the imagery here? The imagery is, uh, you know, we all uh, have seen uh, canned preserves. What happens? They, you know, a human being grow things and then uh, prepare them and then put them in jars and then, uh, you know, uh, um, sterilize the jars in such a way that they it is preserved, right? So that's a human... Um, product and the reason why we are using a human product is because we understand we recognize what goes into making it the amount of um, property that needs to be owned from the gardens where uh, say we, we say strawberry jam preserve uh, where the strawberry is grown to the cauldrons where it is boiled to the labor to the knowledge that is required in order to make the preserve to the jars and so on and so forth right we, we recognize what it takes to make these things now from that we make a jump intellectual um, leap we leap to thinking about the strawberry that's hanging on the little string on spine as a preserve which means that we recognize that it takes something to make this individual strawberry power knowledge property um, wisdom all of those things are required to make the strawberry too or the melon the watermelon the pomegranate coconut which is like you know canned milk it takes effort and possession property and power and that's why Stadnus is uh, writing the, that they are preserves of power in the way that say um coal coal is preserved energy you burn it and the energy comes out right um how, how does what, what is called it is ages ago there were plants that received the 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 sunlight and the energy in the sunlight photosynthesized that and turned into carbon uh, carbon bonds and then uh, with a lot of pressure those carbon and time those carbon bonds were uh, turned into what we see as coal now or oil that comes from underground right so the energy that came from the sun was preserved in the coal in that sense the coal is preserved energy um, likewise because it takes power but absolute power to make the strawberry or the melon or the coconut power knowledge wisdom all of those things but the power is the most uh, obvious one here because it takes all of that to make any of these we can think of them as preserved power preserved divine power right look at these 
this sweet kennel preserve hanging on the string, the, uh, the, the branch of a tree, uh, for instance. If it did not come out of his miraculous kitchen, if the, uh, the can preserve did not come out of his miraculous kitchen, we would not be able to purchase it. Why? Because as we said in the previous paragraph, everything is easy when easy and abundant and inexpensive when given to him. But now give, don't give the strawberry to God. Where are you going to give it to? Will you give it to the vine? Will you give it to the soil? Will you give it to the sun, the air, the, the, the particles of each of these elements? You know, how are they working together? Do they have the knowledge and power and energy and will to make the strawberry? Right? All of these things are necessary and none of what appears as the as uh, appears to have caused the strawberry on the face of it has any of those requirements. But the requirements are required. So what are you, where are you going to give it to? What who are you going to give it to? So ultimately you either give it to God and it becomes abundant and easy, or you give it to something else and it becomes impossible. Uh, but because the mind, uh, it, it becomes infinitely expensive, but because the mind has difficulty recognizing infinity, Ustad Nursi gives us, a, uh, metaphorically, a, a, the example of 100 liras uh, versus 40 paras. Right? It's as though it is cheap. You throw a, a seed in the soil, give some water, and there comes out from it this huge vine on which huge watermelons grow. Yes, farmers work hard, but if it were not for the divine power and the, the uh, order that he built into this entire system that in which we live, which farmer would, could make anything that's like a watermelon? No one would not would be able to make it, right? So if we do not recognize him, therefore, everything becomes so expensive, so rare, so impossible that we would not be able to get our hands on any of them. Any of them. Evet, bütün istibad, müşkülat, suubet, helaket, belki muhaliyet, onu tanımamaktadır. Çünkü nasıl bir ağaca, bir kökte, bir kanunla, bir merkezde hayat veriliyor, binler meyvelerin teşekküllü bir meyve gibi suhulet peyda eder. Eğer o ağacın meyveleri ayrı ayrı merkeze ve köke, ayrı ayrı kanunla rapt edilse, her bir meyve bütün ağaç kadar müşkülatlı olur. Hem nasıl bütün ordunun teçhizatı bir merkezde, bir kanunla, bir fabrikadan çıksa, kemiyetçe bir neferin teçhizatı kadar kolaylaşır. Eğer her bir neferin ayrı ayrı yerlerde teçhizatı yapılsa, alınsa, her, her bir neferin teçhizatı için bütün ordunun teçhizatına lazım fabrikalar bulunması lazımdır. Yes, all unlikelihood, difficulties, hardship, destruction, in fact, inconceivability is in not recognizing him. For as the formation of thousands of fruits become easy like a single fruit when life is given to a tree from one root, according to one law and in one center, 
and each fruit would be would be as difficult as the entire tree if the fruits of that tree were each given to a different center and root and bound by a different law or as the equipping as equipping an entire army would be as easy as equipping one soldier in terms of quantity if originated from one center according to one law and from one factory and if the equipment of every soldier is made in and purchased from a different place if the equipment of every single soldier is made in and purchased from a different place then factories required to equip the entire army would be required to equip each soldier now this is actually half of a sentence <laughs> the uh, the other half will come in the uh, next paragraph uh, but let's just try to understand this this is uh, another analogy that we have the, the, this is the first part of the analogy in uh, we are looking at what we see in reality and then we are going to use that analogy to understand um, a higher uh, a higher reality uh, we, we are looking at something in the material realm and we are going to try to understand a metaphysical reality yes all unlikelihood <clears throat> difficulties hardship destruction interesting Ustad Nursi added destruction is helaket uh, the it would things would become so difficult that they would go into non-existence right? they would be destroyed in fact inconceivability inconceivability is muhal is impossible but not impossible uh, in a in, in material sense in the sense of uh, as I said I'm traveling I'm right now in Cairo and I cannot be in Cairo and in one second later in uh, London for instance that's impossible um, but it's materially impossible it's not logically impossible right when, when something is logically impossible we call it inconceivable right because yes the technology we have right now does not allow me to be here in one second and in London in the next second but the technology people had uh, 500 years ago did not allow them to be here now and in London tomorrow it was practically impossible then it's practically possible now right and it was conceivable then and conceivable now so it is logically possible that I can be here in one second and there the next second but there are certain things that are logically not possible such as uh, the the part of a thing being bigger than it's uh, the bigger than the whole right the part being bigger than the whole that's logically impossible um, a squared circle or circle square logically impossible because the, the, the definition of the circle is that it cannot have uh, right angles and the definition of the square is that it has to have straight uh, sides so inconceivability then is a more uh, a stronger word than impossible all unlikelihood difficulties hardship destruction and in fact inconceivability is in not recognizing him it's inconceivable that he does not exist he exists and it's inconceivable uh, for him not to exist for as the formation of thousands of fruits become easy like a single fruit now 
we in the world, in the realm, in the cosmos, we see the formation of thousands of fruits, trillions of fruits, trillions of stars, trillions of ants, trillions of, I mean, trillion is probably not a sufficient number, like uncountable number of countless, countless ants, countless apples, countless um, oranges, countless stars, countless particles, countless this, that, that, right? Thousands of fruits, they, their formation would each become easy like a single fruit. All ants, and actually recently they tried to come up with a count of ants in the world. I can't remember what the number was, but it was an enormous number, like uh, more than a million ants per human being living on Earth, like something like that. So the formation of all of those ants becomes as easy as the formation of one ant. You see the formation of one ant, the knowledge and power that is now proven to exist in one ant automatically becomes uh, capable of bringing into existence all ants because in one ant we see that this is absolute power and nothing limits what is absolute. So numbers cannot limit the, the, the absoluteness. If it is absolute, numbers don't matter. For as the formation of thousands of fruits become easy like a single fruit, when, so when does this happen? When life is given to a tree from one root. So say apple, apple tree. Uh, the apple tree, grow, uh, like 1,000 apples grow on the tree, right? They each receive their life uh, the, 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 the sugar that goes into them, the vitamins, the nutrition, whatever, whatever, from one root. According to one law, there's one system that's in, in operation. Like in one apple tree, there is one system that's in operation. We don't have 300 different systems operating separately from one another against each other in one, in one apple tree. No, there's one law that governs the whole tree. There's one code of laws, maybe. And in one center, the administration of this whole thing is in one center. One law. Now, if this is, uh, this, like, when this is the case, formation of thousands of fruits become easy like a single fruit. What, what is the alternative to this? And each fruit would be as difficult as the entire tree if the fruits of that tree were each given to a different center and root and bound by a different law, attached to a different law, then you cannot attribute 1,000 apples to one tree, but you have to explain each and every apple one by one. This is apple. It is the product of law A. There's another apple. It's, you know, almost identical, very similar. Uh, sharing the same genes, but it's the product of law B. This is another apple sharing the same genes, but it's the product of law C. Or this came from uh, this root. This so this this is one apple. It came from a root that we recognize as the apple root, the, the apple apple tree. This is another apple shared the same genes, but it came from another tree that we that's different from the apple tree. Right? It, it becomes difficult. It becomes so complicated. 
Each fruit would be as difficult as the entire tree if the fruits of that tree were each given to a different center and root and bound by a different law. So this is one example. Again, these are examples in the material realm which should be easier for us to conceive and, and, and understand. Once we understand this, we are going to go to a, uh, a higher uh, reality from this. Or, as equipping, and the, the, the is uh, extra there, as equipping an entire army would be as easy as equipping one soldier in terms of quantity, if originated from one center, according to one law and from one factory. So, what do you need to build in order to produce the uniform of one soldier, right? You need the fabric, then you need a, uh, a mill that's going to produce the fabric. Uh, you, these are machine-made, right? You need a machine that can uh, cut the fabric, another machine that can sew the fabric, another machine that can, let's say, iron the fabric. Let's, let's imagine the three stages, right? So you need this machine for one uniform and once you have that machine you can make a hundred uniforms with the same machine right so you don't need a hundred different machines in order to make a hundred different uniforms you make the machine once and then you keep printing it printing and printing and printing uh, now one difference in the analogy uh, between reality and analogy and we will we can talk about this later uh, too but uh, just to highlight one difference between the analogy and the reality is that in reality there is no uh, identicalness nothing is identical to another thing one soldier's uniform can be identical to another soldier's uniform because they are uh, copied from the same uh, same pattern right but no single apple is identical to another apple therefore uh, th th therefore uh, it is made by hand right it's handmade that's why we have to attribute to a hand, an owner of a hand, and so on and so forth. It's not a machine-made machine thing, right? But here we are trying to understand the example in the material realm. In the material realm, equipping an entire army would be as easy as equipping one soldier in terms of quantity. You make one uniform, one soldier's equipment, and then because you made the machinery, in, you uh, built a factory and so on and so forth to do that, you just press the button and it keeps producing. <clears throat> if originated from one center according to one law and from one factory however if the equipment of every single soldier is made in and purchased from a different place then factories required to equip the entire army would be required to equip each soldier so each soldier's one soldier's uniform comes from uh, Seattle another soldier's uniform comes from uh, Jakarta, another soldier's uniform comes from uh, Dhaka, another soldier's uniform comes from uh, Cairo. And then you need all those machines that were necessary for one uh, uniform in all of these cities. You cannot have, have one machine and have that machine produce everything in different places. No. So this centralization uh, the the, the uh, uniformity of the law right the oneness of the factory makes things easy but if you attribute each uniform each apple each orange to a different source 
which would be the particular uh, causes involved in the production of that particular apple, like the particular uh, heap of soil, the particular ray of sunlight, the particular oxygen and carbon and hydrogen and nitrogen and so on and so forth, molecules, then you cannot attribute the presence of this apple, right, to the heap of soil, rays of light and uh, elements that were involved in the production of this apple. It has to be a different set of rays and soil and so on and so forth. And becomes impossible, inconceivable. Right? Because there is such abundance, things are happening in, with, with such abundance and plentifulness in this world that um, so many different sources would not be able to come together, agree, communicate, and make this possible. It's all organized from one center, right? Okay, so now we, we move to uh, the, the, the reality of this. And again, we are still in the representational story. There will be the actual reality of all of these things in the second station of the 22nd world. Aynen bu iki misal gibi. Şu muntazam sarayda, şu mükemmel şehirde, şu müterakki memlekette, şu muhteşem alemde bütün bu şeylerin icadı bir tek zata verildiği vakit o kadar kolay olur, o kadar hiffet peyda eder ki gördüğümüz nihayetsiz ucuzluğa ve mevzuliyete ve sahavete sebebiyet verir. Yoksa her şey o kadar pahalı, o kadar müşkülatlı olacak ki dünya verilse birisi elde edilemez. Just as in this example. In this orderly palace, this perfect city, this developed country, and this magnificent realm, when giving existence to all of these things is given to a single person, attributed to a single person, then it would be so easy, the affair would become so light, that it would be the cause of the endless inexpensiveness, abundance, and open-handedness in profusion that we see. Otherwise, everything will become so, so expensive and so difficult, that not one thing will be obtained even if the world were given in return. <clears throat> Just as in this example, so we had two examples. One was the example of a fruit and tree, and the other was the example of equipping one soldier versus the army. Just as in this example, in this orderly uh, palace, this perfect city, this developed country and this magnificent realm, so the place that these two friends found themselves in, in one respect it's like a palace, in another respect it's like a city, in another respect it's like a country, it's in, in another respect in reality, it is a realm. When giving existence to all of these things is given, all of these things, everything in the palace, everything in the city, everything is in the realm, is given to a single person, then it would be so easy the affair would become so light that I mean, he has absolute power, he's capable of doing it, he's doing it, he did it. Kun feyekun, he says, be and it is. That's as easy as that. So, uh, what is more difficult than creating an orange for the power that says, kun feyekun, be and as it is? Would it be an orange tree? No, it's absolute power. He says kun to the orange and orange is. He says kun to the tree and the tree is. He says kun to the orchard, the orchard is. He says kun to the face of the earth, the face of the earth is. 
he says kun to earth the earth is he says kun to this uh, solar system the solar system is. he says kun to the realm everything included from the orange to the galaxies he says kun and it is that's what the absolute means there is no gradation there is no differentiation for absolute power everything is included when you when you go to a um, hotel where everything is included, for instance, you don't start asking uh, you know, one like, is the pillow included on the bed? Is the water in the room included? Is the electricity included? Is the uh, let's make it like food included? Is the lunch included? Is the dinner? Everything is included. Finished. There is no further questioning and argumentation. Everything is included. Right when. All of these are given to one power that has absolute power, then the endless inexpensiveness, inexpensive in the sense that you breathe, you need oxygen, and it's there. The things that you, you cannot uh, exist without are right there. You don't pay for it, right? The lower the degree of need, the more you have to work for it. And there's a wisdom for it too. Um, you know, we are here in this world for uh, trial and uh, there's a wisdom in the creation of things and that wisdom requires uh, apparent causality and apparent causality causes this difficulty. But in paradise, for instance, even that will not be the case because Everything will be coming directly from power without the intermediate, without the mediation of uh, causes, right? So abundance everywhere. You need oxygen. Oxygen is everywhere, unless human beings intervene and they um, they uh, cause pollution and whatnot. Open hand is in profusion. So if it is so um, abundant. And the more we need it, the more abundant it is, then somebody must be providing this. And that somebody is open-handed, but open-handedness is not enough. He is open-handed and he, is also, he also has everything in profusion. And I can be open-handed, I can be generous, but I may be a broke person. Therefore, despite my generosity, I may not have anything to provide to anybody. But this is not the case. He is open-handed and he has everything in profusion. And the important thing is, we see this. This inexpensiveness, abundance, and open-handedness in profusion that we see. We don't need evidence for it. We don't need demonstration for it, right? This is, this is the, <clears throat> uh, this, this, this is the um, evidence for the demonstration. I, I, I don't want to go into a technical explanation of what this means in uh, logic, but this is for those who understand what this means in technically in logic. So uh, we will just uh, say this is evidence for the demonstration, evidence itself. It, it doesn't need further explanation. You, you look and you see, it's evident. Otherwise, if it were not given to that one owner, everything will become so expensive, right? one apple, no apple tree, no power that's capable of creating the apple tree and the galaxy that the apple tree needs. One apple, make it out of nothing. 
Will you? Will you be able to make it? No, it will be so expensive, so costly. Right? Expensive means like costly. It will become so expensive and so difficult that not one thing will be obtained, even if the world were given in return. Subhanaka, la ilmalana, illa ma alamtana, inneke antal alimul hakim, wa akhrida wahum, and ilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, al-fatiha, as-salama.